0: And hello, and welcome, everyone, to the comic multiverse, where the worlds of nerds meet. It's episode one hundred and thirty, Matt, and that's that's for real this week—not that fake one hundred and thirty show that I thought was last week.
1: Yeah, yeah, we we had some things in between, but yeah, we finally reached one hundred and thirty.
0: Yeah, achieve and unlock. What do we? What, what, what do we win, Matt? What do we win?
1: And. Uh, couple
0: of coins yeah but we can turn those (laughs) in right for for a mustache comb or a bb gun at 200 episodes we get a bb gun right
1: oh that's the thing like they've given us enough coins where we can buy one thing but then we have to if you want the more expensive thing you got to buy the the upgraded one of course thousand dollar V Bucks
0: one, the, the, the pre-order <laughs> edition. Man, I'm glad you mentioned that. I went to the mall today, and I went into the local EB, which is basically your local Funko and Fortnite Emporium now, because that's mm-hmm. the way the game industry is. That's going. how the
1: EBs are here. <laughs> that's
0: how they are now. Which, uh, which you know, as much as I hate seeing you know games that I can get on Amazon and eBay for like you know twenty dollars more, I do like the idea that I can buy my nerdy clothing and everything there. But the thing I <laughs> saw there today day that I thought you would truly appreciate because we were talking about BB guns. They had a big, giant adult-sized Nerf blaster shaped like, uh, what is it, a Phasma's rifle from, uh, oh. from Star Wars?
1: oh that's cool and
0: i'm like they're not even like hiding the fact that this isn't for kids this is an adult toy this is like a (laughs) man-sized toy and i'm like do what what would i do with it i would just be like menacing the mailman when they come to drop (laughs) put it it on the ground put it on the ground rebel yeah i i I, it would be a problem if i had one they'd have to take it away from me yeah (laughs) They had that, and they had, like, a bunch of over uh, overwatch uh, weapons. You could have, like, tracers, dual pistols, oh, yeah. or you could have, like, reapers, sawed-off shotguns. And I'm like, man, it's amazing to see how popular this stuff has become.
1: It is. It's become very popular.
0: The other thing that blew me away, and I was almost in disbelief of this, I saw they had a bunch of Kingdom Hearts posters up. I'm like, why well, they got a bunch of Kingdom Hearts stuff up. And I'm like, oh, oh, fuck, the, the third game is supposed to be coming <laughs> out soon, isn't it?
1: Yeah, like like in a couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, like again, I I'm, I'm a massive Kingdom Hearts fan. I played pretty much everything in the series except for Dream Drop Distance and Literally, my whole thing is like I've resigned myself to be like that game's never coming out. The, like, oh sure, we've seen trailers, we've seen demos, but that that game's not actually coming out. And then they have the big poster coming soon. Kingdom trade in three games and get one free. And I'm like that's not real. They're gonna they're gonna push it back the day before. They're like, no, we need to push it back <laughs> another decade.
1: I I've, I think I've probably played like one like like unknowingly, but I've never actually played the kingdom hearts games.
0: It is a very acquired taste especially as time goes on because I imagine <laughs> a lot of people who are really into it play it when they were a lot younger. I know yeah. I certainly did. And then it's like it's not it's not a series that grows up with you even though it tries to and sometimes okay. it doesn't and it's one of those like you you're either in or you're not. <laughs> it's like metal gear. You're either in or you're not at this point. and for the love of god don't pick up three being like oh i bet i can follow from here because you probably can't
1: (laughs) Uh, it's one of those games that need like 10 youtube videos to explain the intricate history of it
0: and even then none of it actually makes sense because i'm sure they only (laughs) ever meant for it to be one story and the writers have just been you know writing themselves in and out of corners ever since Mm -hmm. We 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 just wanted donald duck to hang out with sephiroth was that too much (laughs) no one actually plays these for the stories right (laughs) it's funny too i had a whole thing where it's like yeah you know i'm gonna buy one of these collector's editions and i'm gonna go back and replay the whole series oh really it comes out so soon huh i'll be
1: yeah well i like i don't know like doesn't, doesn't like, if you get, like, a collector's edition of it, like, you get the other games or something with it? Because, I like, I see that, like, at, like, like my EVs and stuff, like, buy this, and you get, like, these two games with it or something.
0: There's the new game, and then there's, like, the whole story, where, because they had two other collector's editions, where it's like, okay, here's three games in the series, here's three more from later in the series that we've all collected, here's all of them together for, like, a hundred bucks, and then the new game, so it's a whole... It's a whole thing, because for some reason this was a weird series where they're like, hey, let's have a game out on every console, okay? Okay, okay. But are they all important and all have story? Yes. So it's going to be impossible for one person to play everything (laughs) unless they own every console. Yes.
1: (laughs) That's just the answer to everything, yes.
0: Because we're Square Enix and we're fucking smart. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's uh, that, that's game news, everyone. As you can tell, we're heading into big Vigigame game times again. All sorts of stuff coming out. You got you got your Resident Evil twos, and you got Ooh. your anthems and everything.
1: Looking forward to that Resident Evil two comes out next
0: week. I know you're excited for it. Didn't didn't they have a crazy thing where they had like a demo, but you could only play it for thirty minutes before they kicked you out?
1: Yeah, yeah I, I, I had a go at that last weekend. It was pretty fun. Yeah, it's like it's a one shot demo. So, like, you've got 30 minutes to uh, do this little part in the RPD uh, police station. Uh, and then, like, you can either finish it or, like, you might die or get stuck somewhere. But yeah, it was it, pretty good pretty good
0: i'm not as big a resident evil fan as you i maybe play every other one but i definitely want to play this one because my boy leon kennedy's in this one you got to see what leon s kennedy is up to Mm. plus you know it's a remake of what many people consider to be one of the finest horror games one of the finest video games ever resident Mm -hmm. evil 2
1: yes they've got a lot to live up to but i think they will
0: yeah it, it looked really really slick and also it looked like they were including a lot of stuff from that last resident evil 2 in this one
1: yeah, well, the, the whole game is rebuilt on Resident Evil 7's engine, so. A
0: pretty good engine.
1: Yeah, very good engine.
0: But, uh, yeah, believe it or not, we're not here to talk about video games, although it is fun when we do it, isn't it? It is. Hey, hey Matt, you gonna play that Mortal Kombat? You see that new Mortal Kombat? They had a whole big uh, press conference for it?
1: I did, I do not much care for Mortal Kombat, like, I like it, like, I'll play them, but, like, yeah, it's not something I'm rushing out to play. It's
0: funny, I was like that, too, but I got so into that last Injustice game, and I see so much of that Injustice game in this new Mortal Kombat. hmm I just want to be like, oh, fuck, well, I'm totally into that now. So, yeah, don't be shocked if I start playing a bunch of that. Uh, it's uh, it's mm. funny, too, I know lots of people who got invited to that press conference did you Mm -hmm. see what they did as invitations for that press conference
1: i did it was like a really cool like emblem invitation thingy
0: with a little coin like you were actually going to an amazing kung fu tournament yeah man nether realms ed boon they pull out all the goddamn stops on that. i was shocked how many people i knew who were actually there and posting yeah. pictures from the events. And I'm like, well, I would have liked to have gone. Why aren't I invited? Oh, because I'm not a video game YouTuber and I don't have millions of <laughs> subscribers. That's why. F- yeah. fa- fair enough, Nether Realms. Enough.
1: <laughs> and, you, and you don't live in America.
0: <laughs> and I de- No, they invited Caboose. He's Canadian.
1: Oh, really? Yes. Caboose- Usually that's like a thing. They're like, oh, we'll invite all these YouTubers, but only if they live here.
0: Well, here, it's like they probably weren't paying their tickets or anything, but yeah, normally oh, no. Canadians don't get invited, or Australians either, because it's like, ooh, that's a double, triple plane ticket there. But no, I think Caboose is actually fairly notable in that, uh, what is it, in that hemisphere of gaming, because he did all the Injustice content, and then kept going with Mortal Kombat content, so I guess he knows people who knows people.
1: I guess I so, yeah.
0: To which again, it's like, you, you were inviting Canadians, damn it! <laughs> i see it i saw you do it <laughs> can i play i i, I want to play i like there's a gear system now i can dress scorpion however i want <laughs> i'm gonna dress him stupid <laughs> also uh what is it they recast the voice of sonia blade there uh ronda rousey that ufc woman turned uh, wrestler woman is now voicing sonia blade
1: Oh, that's a good, that's a good like career trajectory. Movie star, that ah, uh, that kind of failed. Uh voice actor yeah. in a video game.
0: Professional wrestler. She's doing a little bit of everything. Of course, people were super quick with, with with the jokes. There were two tweets I quite enjoyed. One of them said, "Oh, if I beat Sonya Blade twice in Story Mode, does that mean she leaves the Mortal Kombat game and goes to uh what is it, uh Smash Brothers or something?"
1: <laughs> it goes over to Soul Caliber or something. Yeah,
0: get it? Because in UFC she got beaten twice and then left the entire sport to go do wrestling and acting and everything else <laughs> that the, that one was good-natured and ha 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 there was a one that was a little bit sharper and a little bit more cutting where it said oh you know uh, ronda rousey is voicing Sonya blade now hmm does Sonya blade now think uh outworld invading earth realm was a uh, false flag operation because uh ronda <clears throat> rousey quite famously retweeted some alex jonesian uh conspiracy theory shit about school shooting so it's like mm, is she one of those
1: oh uh, no <laughs> uh,
0: she uh, her and her people have done everything in their power to downplay and delete all of that
1: oh <laughs> <laughs> <Well>, it's jesus
0: <laughs> for obvious reasons but man, and of course she, she, she responded with that classic thing that everyone responds with when they get caught talking bullshit i'm, j- I'm just asking questions i'm asking stupid paranoid questions (laughs) why why do you get mad at me for uh for bringing up new ideas because they're stupid yeah that's why (laughs) but you know we're not talking about any of that the big news this week matt in the world of comic books and this always happens to us we'll have a show and then the next day a big movie trailer will drop but of course the big movie trailer that had everyone raving this week was spider-man far from home we finally got to see it
1: yeah and rightly so like it had everyone raving because it was good trailer
0: Yeah, really good track i i love that they're continuing to use ramones music in spider-man movies because it's so fitting because the ramones were boys from queens themselves and they famously did a cover version of the spider-man spider-man theme
1: yeah it's 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 great It, it it's so good
0: we get we get a lot of interesting story turns in this one it looks like spider-man is actually touring around to like elks clubs and stuff like doing like motivational speeches as spider-man with the help of aunt may who obviously now knows that peter is spider-man
1: yeah and is seemingly okay with it yeah just it would be very interesting to see like their story maybe from end game to this or like whether it's explained in this or something
0: yeah i I definitely hope we get to see the fallout for that one because that that looks pretty short where it's like he's there and then he's off to europe afterwards on his european vacation but uh, i i love that idea because that's just so totally what a mom or mom figure would do if they found out their son was a superhero you you need to get out there more honey you need to be talking to the elks clubs and everything and the boys and girls clubs and being inspiring but mom i don't wanna
1: yeah and oh, and also there's like a hint that maybe like a happy relationship
0: yeah. with happy n and, and may that's adorable i'm totally fine with that if she's gonna date anyone she might as well date the guy who who, who whose real life counterparts kicked off this whole marvel avengers thing. yeah
1: yeah yeah
0: <laughs> plus you know it just means we get to have favreau in the movie if only for a yeah minute, and that's fun more more happy
1: hogan is good happy hogan
0: mm-hmm, most definitely uh we uh yeah the, we're doing the whole european vacation thing which i think is very fitting Considering that Homecoming was so John Hughes, 80s teen mm-hmm. flick, where it's like, well, what what's the next uh, evolution for your teenage 80s flick? Oh, well, you send them to Europe on vacation, of course.
1: Yeah, very, uh, yeah that that's like the the next that's the sequel to all these john hughes sort of thing oh they'll send him a, this like american werewolf in london or exactly. uh, national lampoon's european vacation stuff like that
0: it, which makes me think well what's the third one what do you have to do for the third one is it gonna be <laughs> is it gonna be spider-man home alone is it gonna be him hanging out in <laughs> avengers tower having to defend it from the sinister six with a bunch Hi. of improvised web traps <laughs>
1: I would very much like that movie to happen.
0: If we're we're doing the John Hughes thing, that's where we need to go next, (laughs) Spider-Man Home Alone. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, they're hanging out in Europe, and uh, ooh, Nick Fury actually looks like he's going to be a big part of this movie. That's cool.
1: Yeah, he decides he needs to meet Spider-Man.
0: Which um, honestly opens up my mind to a ton of possibilities, because you think Europe, you think Nick Fury, you think Spider-Man, and you're like, oh... Oh, are we gonna find out that the Parkers were actually agents of Shield in this universe, like they were in the comics, and that's that's why they're not in Peter's life? And does Fury know? Because he knows everything.
1: Would be very interesting. It de- definitely opens those, those uh, possibilities. I just hope that they they play it like that and don't play it like they did in fucking and... Amazing Spider Man, where it's like they're scientists but they're like work for a secret organization or something something
0: like i'm fine with peter finding out i'm fine with that kind of being a secret that him and fury share but don't don't make it the backbone of the whole story mm-hmm. and also don't make yeah. it be like oh they were working on something amazing
1: yeah 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 don't do that whole like peter was meant to become spider-man because the spider Blood or some shit.
0: Radioactive spider but I don't think they're so dumb as to repeat that, but I think they do now. Hey, fans, this is a thing in the comics that you know that actually happened. Yeah, yeah. Actually, here was my theory. I'm thinking, you now, if we're going to do the Spider-Man family thing, I wonder if they're going to take a page from uh, Wade's family business storyline. That's the one where he introduces, oh, Peter might have had a sister he didn't know about that his parents, you know, sired while they were on a mission, you know. Wouldn't that be some crazy shit to put in here? Where it's like, oh yeah, your parents were shield agents; they died, and oh yeah, you might actually have a sister you don't know about.
1: That'd be pretty, pretty amazing. I I don't know whether they would do that because that's like quite heavy stuff to bring into like a sequel. A, a that's something you do bit, a little bit later down the line, maybe.
0: It is, but I could also see them being like, look, let's do some stuff that they never did in all the other Spider-Man movies because I feel like yeah. a battle they're endlessly fighting, the okay, how do we not just repeat what raimi did and what webb did
1: well they're, they're and they're yeah they're, they're like starting to not repeat it by having mysterio as the villain question mark
0: i, I, I mean the, the theory is out there and i mean i think it's pretty obvious if you've ever seen a movie like this where it's like oh oh mysterio is creating all of these situations by illusions, mm-hmm. so he can be a big hero but yeah. to what end is he just feeding his ego or is he after something
1: yeah, well, I've heard, like, he's he's actually working for S.H.I.E.L.D., like, or, like, with S.H.I.E.L.D., and I'm guessing, like, he, he wants to become a hero or something, or, like, but he can't, so he, like, fakes it.
0: Right. And baby. it does, like, yeah maybe like ghosts from ant-man where it's like oh he's a rogue shield agent now it's like okay well that makes mm. sense how he has access to all the technology it would be it would be a little much in this day and age to be like oh yeah he's a he's a rogue special effects wizard from yeah, Hollywood yeah. who went nuts
1: yeah i i'd like that though like if that was like like part of his history though like oh, we, we were he, he worked for, from the he, movies he, yeah yeah like he he was in like a shield like like uh organization like part of the organization that like like pulled illusions on stuff like they were the ones that like like uh they were like the fixes or something you know that he like mate yeah
0: you know what he could be it's like oh yeah he worked for the like signal core of shield he was part of our propaganda arm you know creating fake news and everything (laughs) with with his amazing (laughs) illusion powers (laughs) (laughs) he he was a real wizard with it he could make anything look real (laughs) but he got a swelled ego also hey yeah we see jake gyllenhaal's face but when he's in a fight he gets the fishbowl up so there you go you get you get a little
1: yeah i'm surprised i'm I'm not really surprised they did the fishbowl but i'm surprised they actually made it not look like like kind of crappy like because yeah. we're in the car it's, it's like literally like a fishbowl
0: it's literally like glass where it's like how are you not breaking that all the time when spider-man yeah. Punches you?
1: yeah yeah but in, in here it looks really cool
0: we also get a series of elemental creatures where it's like oh is that them doing like hydro man molten man and sandman
1: I don't. Th- I think it's Hydro Man. I don't think it's it's Sandman, mainly because he's not made of sand. He's made of rock, right. uh, which everyone seems to dismiss. He's made of fucking rock um, when he's fighting uh, Fury and uh, what, what's uh, Agent Hill. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I think they're doing Hydro Man because isn't there like like just before he shows up? There's like a people have pointed this out. There's like a reference to like the comic Hydro Man appears in. There's Morris like Bench, yeah. Yeah, there's like a, a lettering or something that references like, oh, Amazing Spider-Man issue 200 right. or something. there's a
0: boat in the background that's Yeah, yeah, SM and then a number, and then that was, yeah, like the first appearance of Hydro-Man. Yeah, yeah. Which, I don't know if they're actually, it would be funny if they did like a bit of a twist within a twist, where it's like, look, obviously if you see the trailer, if you've ever seen a movie, it's safe to assume that, you know, Quentin Beck is pulling a con here, but would it be something if they did a twist within a twist to be like no no no, one of those elemental guys was actually real
1: yeah yeah well yeah like he 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 made one that was real and it like got out of hand or something
0: yeah that would be sad because you figure too where it's like obviously you know if you have mysterio in your story things are not as the they appear and there's got to be a twist Mm -hmm. within this twist yeah yeah which i wonder what that could be again Maybe it relates to Peter's parents in somehow, some way or form. Actually, hey, in that family business story that I keep my mind keeps going back to, that one was all about like Kingpin trying to steal Nazi gold. So if they're in <laughs> Europe, wouldn't that be something that Mysterio's after, like, ah I gotta get that Nazi gold. Yeah,
1: or the, I don't think it'd be Nazi, I think it'd be like a, a Hydra catch or something.
0: Hydra gold. There you go. Yeah, the, the Hydra agents hit a bunch of gold here during the war
1: yeah yeah that oh that'd be really cool
0: i would be i would be totally fine with that and again fits too with you know the theming for spider-man's villain vulture didn't want to take over the world he just wanted to steal stuff and it looks like mysterio doesn't want to take over the world either
1: no yeah it just looks like he wants like a stage to be a hero on and like be 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 something someone like likes or something looks up to or something yeah
0: wants to feed his ego which again i i like that i like that none of spider-man's villains so far are let's take over the world type villains
1: and really they're not
0: no no they they really are like in recent years they've kind of had to be they've had to turn it up to 11 to where it's like well spider-man's been an avenger and he's fought thanos and all this other stuff he can't he can't just be having villains who want to rob banks yeah
1: yeah but yeah i, I like that they've they kind of scaled it back for the movies and because then like then it would have just been like every other marvel movie i oh, gotta defeat the villain before he blows up the world or, or takes something. over the country or something
0: and again too you know if you do your job right with spider-man he has decades worth of material you can keep mm-hmm. doing these and you can keep yeah. ratcheting it up a little every time i mean like shit we haven't even seen the green goblin yet we haven't even seen his most famous adversary no no and, you know, maybe when Norman comes, he'll be a different type of villain.
1: Yeah, well, as well, like, as people pointed out in that trailer, something's happening with uh, the X-Avengers Tower, like, mm. there's major construction going on in it.
0: Did someone buy it? You know, maybe someone with a four in their name? Did it go into foreclosure?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I reckon, like, it'll either be them or the... Or, uh, uh oscorp um but i think like what they've done is i think fake is done like oh we'll, we'll we'll say say it's been sold but um we'll we won't it we'll leave it open as to who it was but the thing is they only mention it's been sold and all that in the spider-man movies which makes yeah. me think it's oscorp
0: what do you what do you think of a theory too that's floating around there that tony is actually dead and that's why we don't see him in the trailer
1: well i don't think he'd be involved in this very much I, I think he like i don't think he would be involved as much as the first movie right because like, i think he was in those trailers in the first first movie to sell the film because it's, it's like, iron man but now that spider-man is popular they right. don't need him they don't to need be him in the trailer. Much. yeah well,
0: what were some other interesting theories i heard about that one uh the tony might be dead theory was one uh yeah, I think that's it. I think that was all the theories. Oh, uh, people p- People were pissing and moaning there. It's like, what does Spider-Man not want to put on his costume? Well, okay, for one, Spider-Man No More is probably one of the most famous images from all of Spider-Man comics. And two, <laughs> he just came back from the dead, as, assumedly. As,
1: yeah, as people have pointed out, um, Sp- this isn't the first time Spider-Man has decided to like not be Spider-Man for a little bit or like stop being Spider-Man. He's done it in literally... Everything, even that new video game. Yep. He 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 wanted to do that, but yeah. So it's not as though it's something new that these movies no. are doing. It's,
0: it's baked into his character, also too. Uh, this I wasn't mad at this. This one kind of made me laugh a little bit. Where people are like, you know, oh, this Spider-Man trailer completely spoils the next Avengers movie. Clearly, <laughs> everyone will be fine, and I'm like, oh oh, you movie-going superhero (laughs) fans, to be young and naive like you and think superheroes stay dead and status quos don't change (laughs) all the time. I remember when I was like you once reading comics. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Christ, as comic book readers, they'll they'll, they'll just spoil shit out of the blue all the time in other books. (laughs)
1: oh yeah oh yeah
0: <laughs> that's that's just this is fucking funny but you know hey that's not all the spider-man news matt we're getting another spider-man book because apparently amazing spider-man friendly neighborhood spider-man superior octopus miles morales spider-man uh that other clone spider-man book that wasn't enough we need a sixth one.
1: <laughs> oh, god damn it
0: this is this is a new mini series from peter david called symbiote spider-man which is a terrible name
1: awful name
0: (laughs) awful awful name but i mean hey it says what it is on the tin and it's gonna be like a five issue mini series that explores uh, a bunch of time that spider-man lost while being the symbiote spider-man
1: so okay so yeah this is a continuation of was it in the annual or was it in a Spider Geddon book? I
0: think it was in the Chip Zdarsky book, they did a whole annual where it's like, what was he doing in the symbiote?
1: Yeah, they they like kinda of breezed over it where it's like the symbiote wanted to help. And to do so it was like when Peter was sleeping, it was like taking control of his body and going out and like acting like batman
0: that seems to be the direction they're going here and also it's peter david so h- how is the year 2099 involved with this peter i know you always put that in wherever you can
1: <laughs> yeah well that, that'll that be when it's set and for no reason well,
0: w- will the maestro show up at all peter david <laughs> we know you like him <laughs> this this is fine. This is fine. I'm sure it will be good. David is a good writer. People like the symbiote Spider-Man. It's very iconic. But I am in no rush to read it. I am at a dan- nah. I am at a dangerous level of too much Spider-Man.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I've I'm reading like 3 and I'm like, hey, this is way too much. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's dangerous levels of Spider-Man. I I'm already at dangerous levels of X-Men. I just had to stop with X-Men. Oh there was too much, too fast. And I'm like, there's too much. No, no, I'll, yeah. I'll come back. I'll come back later. This is too much. I don't want to hate X-Men again. But goddamn, <laughs> too much of a good thing. Yeah. And and I can tell it's coming from a positive place. I know yakira Yoshida, or as his friends call him, C. <laughs> Cibuski, uh really likes X-Men and that's one of his favorite things that he wants to see that return to prominence in the company but just doing too much maybe have one really good book that's a must read before you start spreading it out
1: yeah yeah take take it slow just do a bit slow every just let it trickle out don't just like Break the damn. Tr- tr-
0: trickle down X-Menonomics is what Matt <laughs> is saying. Just trickle down. It
1: works, guys. It works.
0: <laughs> trickle down X-Men. It really it really is, he's becoming like the Oprah of X-Men. And you get an X-Men book. And you get an X-Men book. Everyone look under your chair. It's X-Men and a whole new miniseries and just say, ah, it's too much. <laughs> you can't you can't go from zero to thirty. The X-Men was jogging in place forever. You can't you just can't turn around and be like, and here's more. Yeah. And also, too, an- another one of my problems, and this actually I think feeds in quite nicely uh, to the next story here, uh, is that so, you know, the X Men series, they're back, they're doing good, but they're also really leaning a lot on nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, we're new and different, but we're not that new and different because even when we were running in place, we were really kind of, you know, uh, what is it, relying on nostalgia. And no more nostalgic than I think this story right here. Rob No Feet Liefeld has returned to the world of x-men comics you know the man who helped give us new mutants and he's developed a brand new x-men character for us
1: yeah and it's such an original name like he must have spent months
0: oh yeah oh yeah you you so many sleepless nights away from his family i'm sure just toiling away <laughs> you know what's the perfect x creation for me well he has a name and it's major x uh, <laughs> And he actually looks a lot like Cyclops from, like, you know, a couple of years ago.
1: Yeah, that, that first image. Whew. Yeah. That's a that's Liefeld drawing. That's, that's a Liefeld drawing, all right.
0: A, that's a Liefeld drawing. Again, man, to think, you know, he turned in, you know, some X-Men work that people liked, you know, like 20, 30 years ago. And to think he still can get a paycheck and still come back and be like, look, do, do you got the magic, Rob? Can you give us another Deadpool? Even though other writers made Deadpool the likable character that he is today right mm-hmm. life just really wanted to draw just drunk but you know we don't talk about that <laughs> so sure so you know we all eagerly await major x to be the next big character that everyone will love
1: that will just disappear like weapon h before him
0: oh yeah 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 see i've already forgotten weapon h and he's supposed to have a whole three-part miniseries to finish you know, i him think
1: off. i think the writer f- forgot about him as well
0: <laughs> oh uh, greg pack
1: yeah he's not in anything else (laughs) no
0: although greg pack will be writing that three issue series so you know he remembered just in time
1: (laughs) he remembered enough for three issues
0: (laughs) He remembered enough for three issues now uh moving on from there we got some dc news uh their april solicitations actually got leaked this week Ooh! so some pretty big stuff that they haven't even announced yet is out there in the world and out in the wild Ooh. Uh, first off, we're going to be getting a brand new Deathstroke Teen Titans crossover series. Again? <laughs> Again, I know. It's like, well, wasn't Judas Contract not that long ago? And, you know, haven't you totally changed creative teams since then? Uh, the answer is A, yes. Uh, B, shut up. And uh, C, it's called Deathstroke Teen Titans, <laughs> The Terminus Agenda.
1: Ooh, so edgy.
0: Uh, sounds very important, doesn't it? I'm not reading Teen Titans now. I do not like what Adam Glass has been doing to it. I really don't care. I don't want to see what the edgy Titans are doing against Deathstroke. (laughs) The the Deathstroke book under Christopher Priest, I actually really loved and really enjoyed and really highly Mm -hmm. recommended, but I I just got bored with it after a bit. I feel like Christopher Priest was out of ideas. Like, his run was supposed to be half as long as it was, and even he's surprised he's still on it.
1: Yeah, I remember, like, I never even finished, um, like, I... Cause I hopped on just before that Batman vs Deathstroke, Deathstroke thing, and like that Death, that Batman vs Deathstroke series, like that just like went on. I'm like, this was meant to finish like two issues ago, and it shows. That
0: <laughs> Batman Deathstroke thing kind of killed my enthusiasm for the series. Yeah, yeah. It came out of nowhere, had no connective tissue to anything else he was talking nah. about, and even then, when it came back, and it's like, ooh, Deathstroke and Arkham Asylum, isn't this cool and interesting? And I'm Like, not, not really. Aren't you? W- Weren't we trying to like solve? The the mystery of who killed Jericho's fiance and like maybe that was Deathstroke but maybe it wasn't and also aliens got involved at some point too. Yeah, it's just like all right, this 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 was fun but now I'm done. Time to move on.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: and also too t- to mention the last time we had a Teen Titans Deathstroke crossover in the Judas Contract, Judas Contract wasn't that good or that remem uh, rememberable. I'm literally struggling to recall what that one was even about.
1: Yeah, was that the one with the Speed Force? Yes. Yeah, he got the Speed Force and wanted to do something with it.
0: Yeah, he wanted (laughs) to... Go back in
1: time or something?
0: Yeah, he wanted to save his son's life from dying at the hands of the Titans, because if he did, he would be happy, I guess, or something. Yeah. And the term Judas Contract only comes up once and wasn't actually important to anything, apparently... Uh, Priest wanted to call it something else, but they made him call it Judas Contract, Mm -hmm. even though it didn't mean anything, except for being a reference to, uh, what is it, the other uh, Judas story that everyone loves. Yeah. So that was the thing, which again, what does Terminus' agenda mean? Who fucking knows? (laughs) <laughs> also, too, that was the story that when Christopher Priest was asked to write the Teen Titans, he clearly had no idea what had been going on with that team because Damien acted like a dick and heart-punched Wally and gave him a murmur for no reason.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And, and when asked about it, Christopher Priest is like, I didn't read those books. What do you <laughs> it want shows. You? Yeah, I didn't read those books. What do you want from me? And I'm like, well, at least he's honest about it. I'm sure most writers don't, but at least he came out and said it. <laughs> at least you didn't make it I'm like oh yeah i, I totally read those but no that was supposed to happen no, i didn't read that <laughs> <laughs> i'll try and read better next time i guess but yeah that's that's Destro teen titans if you're excited for it that's fine that's cool i feel like they're honestly throwing this together because of the titans show mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah it feels like that
0: which, which gets even weirder because, hey, as we also found out with the April solicitations, the book Titans that they have at DC that's called Titans, yeah, that's cancelled.
1: Which, that kind of surprises me. Because I, I like, when I was reviewing I had to, like, stop because I just had so many stuff. Everyone really liked it because it was kind of like the original team. Like, mm. like, it had familiar characters that people had read before in Teen Titans. I heard and it days. was... It was it was all right like there were some arcs that were like uh can we get over with but the like the first couple arcs were really good really enjoyed it and then yeah it's just i don't know why like people i guess it just died off
0: well I, again you know it, it feels like the, the new regime at dc it felt like they had gotten their hands into it where it's like you know mm-hmm. nightwing needs to be a dick now because we're gonna make him lose his memory soon mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, we, so we need to make people forget that they like him and Miss Martian is going to be here, too, but she also needs to be weird and abrasive.
1: Yeah, it it's very strange.
0: And are, are, are we going to keep doing the nostalgia trip thing that, uh, you know, Jurgens was doing before previously? No, we're going to stop that now. Mm-hmm. So, so are we going to hear any more about Wally and the Speed Force and, you know, maybe their connection to Dr. Manhattan? Also, no. Yeah. We're not going to do any of those things now. But yeah, no. Titans was cancelled, which is weird, because you think they'd keep it around just for the name cachet.
1: Yeah, it, I, I guess maybe, <laughs> maybe they're worried, like, oh, people will watch Titans and then come and read the book and realize that it's completely different.
0: <laughs> or they'll just quickly reboot it and resurrect it and make it closer to the show.
1: Yeah, they'll probably be doing that.
0: But yeah, Titans is dead, and Damage is also cancelled in April.
1: Which surprised me, because I actually already thought Damage was cancelled. Was that, that's, like, the last the last uh was the age of heroes book a new age of heroes or something there's
0: two age of heroes books left standing now one is the terrifics which i think is the one that will outlive all of them because i mean really it's the one that never needed to be part of a new line because it's all made of dc heroes yeah. anyway that people wanted yeah. to see so none of that matters So, I mean, I would not be shocked if that one stuck around. And the other one was Silencer, which was the one I actually thought was the strongest of all the New Age of Heroes books I read. So, you know, good, good on Silencer for sticking in there.
1: I think she'll stick around because she was on Arrow recently. So there
0: you go, and she's got the TV connection. So th- there you go. Of like the six to ten books they had, the cream rose to the top, and maybe Silence <laughs> will stick around.
1: And, and none of and the, I remember when they first announced, like, oh yeah, they're going to cross over with all these different books, <laughs> and they're like they haven't been in anything. No, because like I didn't. think like Damages whole thing was like recently in his book he was like interred at the Hall of Justice, and like. Well, he's never he's not in anything else. He's not in the Justice League book or anything. And...
0: DC was embarrassed of that New Age of Heroes thing oh, almost yeah. instantly
1: yeah like the book hadn't even come out yet and they're like we're gonna distance ourselves from these
0: <laughs> like i said it probably seemed like a great idea to be like hey let's create a whole imprint that's nothing but like XPs for marvel heroes you know marvel's dropping the ball so bad now people will want to read these oh no marvel's doing good again and people don't want to read cheap <laughs> imitations fuck <laughs> marvel
1: have brought back all of these teams that they didn't have which is why we made these books
0: Mm -hmm. fuck (laughs) to where now you got dan slot even tagging the terrifics in the new fantastic four (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and being like man what a bunch of cheap imitations you are that's fine you know take take our costumes live in our tower that's fine we don't we don't fear you it's fine we'll go live over <laughs> here it's fine fu- it's fine fu- people will follow us it's fine
1: they you not know? <laughs> know where we are
0: they'll know where we are which which is so much colder than the than to just have like oh and the original fantastic four beat up the lookalikes everyone they're like nah it's <laughs> fine you do you <laughs> <laughs> You're not even worth us beating up. <laughs> and again, dude, maybe people will stop getting all up in my grill. I made one video talking about like the first four issues of age of heroes and how I wasn't impressed and how I'm sure all these books would be canceled soon. <laughs> History was on my side. Yeah. 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 It took a couple years, but it happened. <laughs> <laughs> No, Joe, if you don't support new heroes, we'll never get anything new. But they're not new, though. Literally nothing <laughs> yeah. about them is new. Yeah, there's
1: nothing original about any of them. <laughs> they,
0: were, they were intentionally designed to remind you of other better things.
1: Yeah, yeah, but uh, those solicitations were very interesting. There was some really cool stuff in that. Like, did you see the the Adventures of the Super Sons one? I
0: did. They're gonna be going. How back awesome is that? I've been hanging out with <laughs> Jonah. Th- thank you, Peter Tomasi, for just writing a book for me and Matt. Thank you for just like <laughs> keeping us in mind in your heart when you write stories and being like. Mm. You know, I got my coffee, I got my legal pad here. What would Matt and Joel really like to see? Oh, a Jonah Hex crossover.
1: (laughs) And Jonah Hex looks so awesome as well. He's got, like, two robotic arms and and big coat and everything looks awesome.
0: Love it. Love everything about it. Man, that's great. Every time I read Super Sons or Adventures of the Super Sons, I'm like, man, this is great. Why did DC have to kill this in the crib, essentially? Because you know when it's done, it's over.
1: We never know.
0: That See, I, that would be fucking crazy if they wrote themselves into a corner where it's like, oh, oh, people really liked Adventures of the Super Sons and it sold really hard? Oh, well, we can't tell Bendis and Adam Glass to stop what they're doing, but we can't have an incontinuity thing. Um, okay, uh, John and Damien went into a time warp. Yeah, and their adventures went on for as long as this is popular. <laughs> i could imagine them doing some stuff like that and i'm sure i'm sure tomasi has pitched them something like that Where it's like please don't make me stop writing this Mm-hmm. for whatever stupid boneheaded reasons and we'll, we'll we'll talk more about uh john and damien in the future yeah in this episode oh hey speaking of uh are you caught up on uh young justice there uh matt uh
1: i has there been new episodes that because i watched the that recent bad that recent batch from last week which had like the the security team up and right
0: now, oh, th- i read those ones uh they come out on uh friday there were three episodes yesterday uh, three new ones i i've had heaps
1: of shit to watch this weekend I so i haven't had time I'm, I'm, I'm,
0: <laughs> I'm so behind on everything i haven't finished ray donovan this season i have flash i haven't started true detective yet i am so fucking behind on everything <laughs> punisher came out this week and i just i just had no interest <laughs> But I'll probably watch it at some point, but I'm like, you know, I'm behind on everything else, and no one seems to care about Punisher, so I'm not rushing into it.
1: No, nah, everyone knows it's cancelled, so.
0: Like, man, the feel was totally different on Twitter. Like, usually when there was a new, like, you know, Netflix series for the Marvel, it's like, oh, you know, everyone woke up early and they're comparing, you know, it's like, whoa, can you believe episode four? Oh, you know, I finished, I watched all day and smell like a foot. No one was talking when Punisher came out.
1: No. No, which is a shame cuz I'm I'm like halfway through the season and it it's fucking awesome.
0: Is it even with jigsaw that you know doesn't look like jigsaw or act very that's, much like jigsaw
1: that's the one thing i don't really like because like whenever i see billy on screen I'm like oh here we go uh but like when when you see frank get to work like there's a great scene in like a gym with russians that's just like the action is brutal and like episode three is basically assault on precinct 13
0: nice and Burnthal, i'm sure is as good as he's ever been
1: yeah he's always covered in blood and barking <laughs> <laughs> just the role the man like the, the amount of blood that frank just like gets on him from like whether it's his or someone else's he's just, he's just always ends a fight just covered in blood
0: <laughs> that man needs to get a hep test right away
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it wasn't the guns that killed frank it was the aids
0: it was the, it was the hep he got it bad it's like which hep did he get the bad one <laughs>
1: <laughs> all of them <laughs> all of
0: them but it's okay mr fantastic gave him a shot now not only is he over the hap he's actually resistant to the hap now <laughs> <laughs> he,
1: he killed it
0: <laughs> he killed yeah he went inside his own body and killed hepatitis with an ice <laughs> <bed>. <laughs> yeah. uh but yeah so yeah again m- more titans news here too uh there's actually going to be a brand new uh raven graphic novel written by uh cammy garcia i don't think i've ever read any of her work but you know i i like raven it feels like dc tries to make raven into a thing like every like year and a half
1: well she just had that recent like oh maybe it actually might still be ongoing but like
0: doesn't she have like a
1: yeah, yeah, something like that. And then before that there was another one I'm sure of it.
0: Yes, she had another one before that that tried to ret Connor, and I think daughter of darkness tries to ret Connor. They keep the, they're stuck between this eternal pull push and pull of like new 52 Raven, eh, cartoon Raven, old cartoon Raven, new TV show Raven. We do, we don't know. We just know you like this character. We don't know.
1: It it's well, it's a strange character to keep doing this to yeah. cuz like the, do people really like her? like i know they like her when she's on the team titans but yeah, like do
0: they like her so on right? her
1: own yeah
0: yeah again like cyborg I, I like her when she's on a team i think she's an excellent team filler i i i've enjoyed some one shots they've written about her here and there <laughs> plus you know i get i get to read about a pretty goth girl so i guess uh, dc knows their fan base <laughs> <laughs> again who would really like this ah it's been about a year and a half time to give joel a new raven miniseries <laughs> will this contradict the raven series i read last time yeah probably
1: (laughs) yeah maybe did you like that series
0: okay I guess. (laughs) did that
1: series sell well
0: that's that's the other problem with all these raven miniseries none of them have been excellent they've all been okay yeah it feels like they're all trying to crack the same code over and over again it's like well we did Mm -hmm. this different this time yeah I think the most interesting thing they did with Raven was actually like in Earth One when they made her like a Navajo teenager. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and I'm like, oh yeah, I guess that makes it so Raven's her actual name then, because you know she was born in like you know a family of like uh, Native mm-hmm. American mystics and everything, and the Raven yeah. is her spirit animal and her totem and everything. And I'm like, that's cool.
1: Hmm, that's interesting.
0: I like that. Uh, what else do we have there? So yeah, cancel, cancel, canceled. canceled, canceled. <laughs> Uh, everything is canceled everything is done <laughs> <laughs> comics are canceled <laughs> <laughs> actually no you know what's super not canceled you know what? there's actually going to be a bunch of uh april brings with it war of realms and we have got a ton of new uh not only tie-ins but tie-in mini-series announced that are going to be about mm. three issues a piece yeah So Thor and Asgardians of the Galaxy are getting a little crossover that tells one story. Obviously, that makes sense. They're the Thor and Asgard-centric books, so of course Mm -hmm. they're going to be involved. Mm -hmm. But then you get some more unexpected ones here. It's like, no shit, this is actually getting a crossover into it. Uh, Unbeatable Squirrel Girl is getting a crossover.
1: Okay.
0: (laughs) Apparently, Loki is trying to recruit Unbeatable Squirrel Girl for a mission he has okay i mean squirrel girl technically beats everyone maybe the idea is look squirrel girl if i just airdrop you into malicus forces you'll defeat him <laughs> you are pure untapped chaos i will just throw you at the war of realms and hope you sort it out <laughs> uh the punisher is getting a war of realms series
1: i i i don't know whether it was the 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 cover for that issue or like just a war of realms cover but he's on the cover and he's in like like kind of Asgardian armor mixed with his costume with guns and looks awesome
0: uh, i saw one it's him like jumping on the face of an ice giant and just shooting him in the face a bunch oh uh, yeah I'm like yeah yeah all right all right i'm down for this the three issues Ooh, and it's written by jerry duggan all right <laughs>
1: It's sad though, because it kind of spoils the Punisher book at the moment because at the moment he's like locked in a gulag in begalia so well,
0: well, it's a mini series though, so I imagine this will take off on a total side tangent while the main book continues, and it's a different hopefully,
1: writer. yeah,
0: uh the uncanny X men are getting a tie into it, which is shocking because there's no uncanny x men book currently, but maybe there will be by April. I don't know, yeah, well, I mean, I guess we got the weekly series that's uncanny, and then that just becomes uncanny. But the team here looks different because the team here looks to be led by Danny Moonstar, where it's like, oh, shit, Marvel remember Danny Moonstar exists. <laughs>
1: uh, I love it when they remember, like, oh, I remember this mutant that, like, existed for a little bit.
0: You, you know, while we're on the subject of Native American uh, representation, there you go. Yeah. There's Danny Moonstar <laughs> on that and They're going to be fighting some ice giants, too. They're going to be involved. And lastly, uh, Cullen Bunn is coming on board and giving us a Venom tie-in to War of Realms because that – that Venom boy is really popular these days
1: yeah kind of makes sense that he would have a tie-in
0: you can't have a big event without inviting Venom to the party
1: no especially now
0: <laughs> no especially now. and also that Donny Cates book is actually really fucking good so <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually really happy Venom is gonna be here <laughs> again I mention this all the time but if you told me just a year ago hey Joel they're gonna come out with a new Venom book and you're actually really gonna like it I'll be like fuck off
1: <laughs> you lie
0: no like not only good but like maybe one of the best things that comes out like one of the most continuously surprising books <laughs> yeah yeah like like if i traveled back in time a la back to the future i would slap my future self and be like you talk bullshit <laughs> sir <laughs> i don't know what dark timeline you're from but you better get back there now also give the winning <laughs> lotto numbers <laughs> But yeah, that's interesting. We're going to have to get together and we're going to have to actually do like a refresher course, like a lead up to the War of Realms, because it's like a story six years in the making.
1: Yeah, it's not something that's just started to happen in the most recent Thor run. Let's say this has gone back to like like Jason Aaron's first Thor run.
0: Matt and I have changed jobs in the time it's taken to build up to War of Realms.
1: You, you know what I am surprised that hasn't been tied into it yet? Uh, it's possible it could, and it's like a big secret. I am surprised Jason Aaron hasn't tied in his Conan the Barbarian story to it.
0: Apparently Conan is going to be all part of that Avengers yeah. long run yeah, yeah. Home thing, but yeah, I mean, I'm sure he'll stop by for a minute if Aaron <laughs> is writing it.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's right. That that Conan book's actually pretty good.
0: That's what I hear. I hear it's great. I haven't had a chance to read it because I haven't even been able to read Hulk recently. I'm so jammed up with miniseries. I'm going to have to start making cuts. It's I'm at the point yeah. now where it's like I am just going to have to start making cuts to things. Thankfully, a lot of what I'm reading is miniseries, and they're going to be done soon, but I just I just have too much. Yeah. It's getting it's getting goddamn ridiculous, Matt. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I bet you are going to make room for him, Matt, and you can tell me all about this one. Tell me, tell me about Star Wars: The Fighter, Matt. Tell me why I should oh. be excited for this.
1: Yes, we got another Star Wars book coming out um, on no top of all the Age of Republic stuff that's coming out at the moment. Um, it's called Star Wars Tie Fighter, mm. and um, it's it's actually technically a tie-in with uh, a book that's coming out called Alphabet Squad, um, and this the the comic is actually going to be about a elite wing of TIE fighters uh, of pilots who uh, I think it's set just after the fall of the empire. So they're like going around like sort of shoring up interests for the empire and everything. And imagine it will tie into that whole operation Cinder thing they had going Shattered Empire and Battlefront and everything. So it sounds pretty cool.
0: I like it.
1: Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm surprised it took them this long to do like a book that, oh, let's set a book like as – like based on like x-wings or tie fighters like the, yeah. the pilots and uh, all around that like i guess the poe Dameron one kind of did it but that yeah. was more of an adventure book
0: it's also like just quintessentially star wars when you think about yeah like, oh tie fighters and dogfights in space yeah yeah so yeah definitely sign me up for that oh oh did you did you hear the news again we were talking about video games when we started that ea has scrapped their big open world star wars thing
1: yeah yeah i i can disney just like rip that license from their hands like they've done they've had the license for like six years or something and and they've had and they've only put out two console games
0: and both of them were battlefront uh, you're asking when's uh uh, you know disney gonna pull the license Uh, i think the clock has you know is ticking down if it hasn't already started
1: because they they keep cancelling it and then like saying oh we've got more stuff coming out and then it turns out to be like a mobile game
0: yeah i I think we're at the point where it's like ea you are doing the same irreparable damage to this franchise as you do to all your sports franchises and everything else you hold in your greedy greedy little mitts
1: yeah they they could do so much with it if they if they just weren't greedy but yeah i think also as well like the ceo guy andrew wilson he doesn't like having to license properties like he prefers his own their own stuff and because and as well like the frostbite engine apparently doesn't work really well in open world which is why you don't see many open world ea games no and they don't want to make a new one or license a new new engine so (laughs) they're they're the worst people to give it to (laughs)
0: way way to fuck it up guys you you had the goose that laid the golden eggs you had the fucking video game rights to Star Wars, and you managed to shit the bed on it on multiple occasions.
1: Yeah, this isn't the first game they've cancelled either. They cancelled a bunch of other ones as well.
0: I know they have. Again, it's yeah. like, we, we were joking about it. It's like, every year at E3, they're like, oh, and how's that new Star Wars game coming? Oh, it's coming along, it's coming good. You're, you're gonna see, you're gonna see so much of it. Really? Because it feels like you've been saying this for three E3s in a row. Oh, you know, you can't rush it. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming good. <laughs> They, they all sounded like the kid who didn't read the book for the book report and they're just lying their way through it.
1: Yeah, like being very vague with it, all the details.
0: Oh yeah, we got this, we got this artwork here. We got this uh, concept artwork. Uh, isn't that the same concept artwork from last year? Oh, you know, just, you can't rush these things. <laughs> what the fuck were they doing? That's what I want to know. Were, yeah. they were they literally just sitting twiddling their thumbs the whole time? What were they doing?
1: probably coming up with how like how can we monetize this because remember they said the the single player games are dead yet literally every game that won at the game awards was like a single
0: player game even though this has probably been one of the last year was probably one of the best year for single player experience
1: yeah yeah and this year looks even better
0: yeah but, yeah, so that uh, that's that news, everyone. What else do we got here going on? Uh, oh, hey, uh, this, this is a quick one here to close us out. This is a story that Matt and I have been following very quick uh, closely. Uh, hey, Matt, you remember them Walmart comics? DC's putting exclusive I comics in the Walmarts. I sure do. Even though no one can seem to find them, and the only one I own is one gifted by a fan because apparently they hide them away for some stupid reason. Mm -hmm. Well, apparently they proved to be successful enough that DC's adding two more. There's going to be a Wonder Woman one now and a Swamp Thing one now. Cool. I mean, definitely characters that have big backlogs of stories. Yeah, yeah. And Wonder Woman's going to be, you know, even more in the public eye because she's got the movie. And apparently Swamp Thing is getting a new show, too. So you want to, you know, keep them where people can find them if they can find them
1: yeah the, lots of people are having trouble finding them like, obviously like here in australia we don't actually even get them no. um uh, every now and then like a local comic shop like they'll have gone overseas for something and they'll be like we went to walmart and picked up a bunch of comics give us 25 dollars for them <laughs> i'll be like no <laughs> yeah
0: you eat all the dicks sir i i saw a really uh picture that a uh, picture that made me really sad that a fan sent me it was like the rack where they kept them uh, buried under, like, a bunch of, like, kitchen supplies, and, like, they were all out of order and backwards, and I'm like, oh, don't treat your comics like that, Walmart.
1: No. <laughs> that,
0: that's bad. That makes me sad. Yeah. God, I would love to know, like, the actual numbers on these Walmart comics, because, like, you know, I remember mm. when I first heard about it, I'm like, oh, this is cool. Maybe this is the way to break the chains of diamond distribution and actually get comics in front of the people, you know, the common every Yeah yeah but apparently they're hard to find no one seems to be talking about them i i feel like i need to stake out a walmart next to those comics wait for someone to pick it up like did you like it did you like it what did you think (laughs) tell me everything (laughs) which you know i'm sure will do great for sales just a random canadian jumping out from behind stuff (laughs) every time you pick up a comic like a freaking leprechaun you summon me (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so that was the news for this week, everyone. Yeah. Not, uh, n- n- not a bad selection, considering that we're still in the middle of Fuck You, It's January.
1: Oh, we're well in the middle of it.
0: Where normally nothing of note happens and seems like everyone is sitting on stuff for, you know, more m- m- more important months of the year. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess with that out of the way, we can hop into what we read this week. And I gotta say, Matt, uh, of all the comics I read this week, this has been a pretty strong week.
1: It was a pretty strong week. I probably didn't read as much as you, since I had stuff to do, but yeah, it was pretty damn strong week.
0: Yeah, I guess, uh, where should we start? Did, uh, did you read Invaders by Chip Zdarsky? I did! This, well, I was not expecting this book. I don't know what I was expecting for a modern Invaders book, but uh, this this one really shocked me in the direction that it took. It also built very heavily on what we saw in the Defenders mini, and also in what's been going on in Avengers.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely, I like it when they do that, when, when obviously they're definitely building up this whole um, Namor's kind of gone evil and he, he's threatening the world with, with his defenders of the deep and everything, and yeah, this comic built off that and gave us a kind of Namor story that's set in the past and the present.
0: Yeah, they do, a, they do a nice little multi-time level thing going on there. We see the return of Jim Hammond, the original uh, Human Torch, who I've always loved and always thought was a cool character with a great costume, and it's sad they never can find anything for him to do outside Invader stories.
1: Yeah, well, like the, I think like the last time we actually saw him was that all-new Invaders book by James Robinson. Yep,
0: he was the main character in that. Yeah,
1: yeah, and then after that he just disappeared
0: fell off the face of the earth never to be seen again until now but he's writing a book about the invaders adventures
1: yeah i think that's like a really interesting way to frame it
0: and also for them to say yeah you know he's a robot but one of the quirks in his programming is that he actually forgets over time
1: yeah, he's which, like a human that way. Yeah,
0: which in a way might make him more human than all of us, because you know, is our the fact that we don't remember things a hundred percent, and you know that emotions can dull over time is probably a big, mm-hmm. big thing to being human. Yeah. We also discover there that Namor wasn't always such a dick. He actually kinda liked no. humanity. He had a he had a best friend actually, a dude named Tommy, who they imply in this issue, Tommy was to Namor what Bucky was to Steve
1: yeah he was kind of like his sidekick uh throughout the war or like up until uh something happens to him yeah. um yeah and yeah he was just his sidekick that he'd work with
0: yeah and that he he enjoyed his company and when you know when the bad thing happens to tommy <laughs> namor takes it super hard and you know he, <laughs> he goes back into his shell essentially
1: yeah yeah this it, this is like the thing that made namor like the dick that he is <laughs>
0: yeah this 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 he he didn't deal with his trauma good and captain america even admits when he's talking to jim where it's like you know what i could have been nicer to him back then i actually wasn't sympathetic like i should have been
1: yeah 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 he admits that he's probably part of the reason why this all happened
0: <laughs> Cap- captain america un- uncharacteristically even for him he admits kind of told him to suck it up and move on it's war Mm -hmm. and jim hammond's like well you know hey you know we've lived for as long as we have Uh, we've been able to deal with our ptsd and our demons and everything but namor was never touchy and feely never had anyone to talk to and you know do you think maybe that's why he's been such an asshole Mm -hmm. and it's a very interesting theory and they bring up the fact that he was an amnesiac for a little bit which they do a nice little twist with that Mm -hmm. and i think probably one of the coolest things is by the end they go all mad King Targaryen with Namor and he's talking to people who aren't there.
1: Yeah, and... (laughs) I, they see. My, I don't, this is just how I read it. They see to imply maybe it has something to do with Charles Xavier.
0: Yes, you know that maybe maybe he's seeing people who aren't there because Charles put them in his head. Because we see an old photo from when he was supposed to have amnesia, and Charles Xavier is there, which is even cooler because it's like, oh, nice, we get some X Men connection in this Invader story.
1: Yeah, that, I think that's really cool, and yeah, he's he's kind of gone crazy while he's planning this this mass invasion Mm -hmm. uh, of the surface worlds and and, and i like like his men are like "Uh oh Oh. something's up (laughs) Uh, this isn't good
0: (laughs) it's also too namor is also the first mutant is what they often call him even though they've technically Mm -hmm. retconned it to where he's not the first mutant but still i like the idea that xavier was involved in his life
1: yeah yeah i think that's pretty cool
0: there's there's also a name tag bit they do at the very end which is super clever
1: there is, yeah.
0: To where I'm like, oh shit, that's a good twist. I'm, I'm trying to be vague about it, because if you haven't read it, you should read it, and it's really surprising. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, what else did we have this week? Uh, ooh, we had uh, the Batman Who Laughs. Yeah. Man, it's nice to enjoy Batman stories again, isn't it?
1: It is. We had two really cool ones this week. We did. Yeah, the, the, this one, again, again, we still don't know whether this is set in the current, like, is this set in like the Prime DC Universe or not? Eh. Or yeah, it's kind of like eh, we don't know. Eh,
0: do do don't you like know.
1: it? If it is, it is. <laughs>
0: if not, then it's not. But uh, yeah, you know, we get to see uh, what is it, Batman trying to deal with being doused with all the Joker poison, so he basically has to fill himself with anti-drugs just so he can function.
1: Yeah, he's got like this rig that's like that constantly injects him with with uh, i guess like the 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 stuff that'll prevent him from turning into the joker
0: yeah which which is funny because the whole story opens up with him being like no we can't let the joker die you know if he dies i'm no better than the batman who laughs which is literally true because it was killing the joker on his earth that turned the batman who Mm -hmm. laughs into the monster that he is yeah yeah which i feel that fact goes over a lot of people's heads when they read that story they're like why does a batman let the joker die because literally letting the joker <laughs> die would turn him into the batman who laughs yeah
1: i i th- you know, i've seen like a lot of people seem to think that the Batman who laughs is just like the Joker who decided to dress up as Batman, and yeah. like no, that no, he's actually Bruce Wayne. He's Literally. became infected with the Joker
0: toxin. And... He knows everything Bruce Wayne knows. He knows all of his fighting styles, and because of that, he's able to actually beat him to the punch for his plan to like get rid of his final failsafe.
1: Yeah, and on top of all that, he's got like the Grim Knight to deal with.
0: <laughs> yeah who is who man you know batman with guns feels like it's been done to death and that it shouldn't be as cool as it is but the grim knight is really cool
1: he is he's only been in like these two issues very very like well used he's just used just enough so that like he's there and then he he just disappears
0: he doesn't even really talk
1: oh yeah i don't think he actually does talk no i think he talks like once in the first issue
0: he's almost completely silent and I love the Batman Who Laughs gives the Grim Knight his origin. It's like, yeah, you know, he's you if you picked up the gun the night your parents were killed and that became your spirit animal and that became your totem. And, you know, this guy is so dedicated to killing, he even killed off the Bruce Wayne part of his personality so he could just be Batman 24-7. He's,
1: he's the Punisher, basically. He's,
0: he's basically what if Batman became the Punisher
1: yeah and it works
0: (laughs) and it actually works and it's actually pretty cool there's there's a great scene too where uh batman who laughs gets through all of bruce's security because his retinas are the same and his fingerprints are the same and there's a blind doorman who just thinks he's talking to bruce
1: yeah yeah i thought that was pretty cool (laughs) that
0: was really i'm like oh is he gonna kill this blind doorman yeah yeah (laughs) no he has no reason to kill the blind doorman because he just thinks he's bruce
1: yeah yeah i thought that was pretty cool
0: (laughs) i like that's the one time the batman who laughs actually shows a little bit of restraint yeah (laughs) and the finale was by far the most interesting bit because it's basically scott snyder bringing all of his batman writings full circle where batman thinks you know to defeat the sick mind of the batman who laughs i need a sick mind myself and they go and they find james gordon jr who was the villain of black mirror the first scott snyder big batman story
1: yeah, bring it all full circle. and it was really interesting they brought them back. I'm like, oh, that's interesting, but we also gotta remember like Bruce wasn't the Batman in that story.
0: No, no, it wasn't. That was uh that was Dick, which leads me to believe I'm like, did did Bruce ever meet James Gordon?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's the thing, like did they meet or like I uh, I imagine like Dick would have told him about it, but still yeah, like he he would have never met him
0: yeah have they ever actually met face to face did did they meet in internal i was actually having this conversation with someone else because they said oh yeah james gordon jr was never used again after black mirror and i'm like no he was used several times to very poor effect in the new 52
1: yeah again they could could have probably met we'll probably get an explanation next issue
0: or maybe we won't because yeah he was a villain in bad girl which was pretty solid but that was also around the time that they fired gail simone off that book (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but then brought her right back uh he was the tech guy in suicide squad for like three issues mm-hmm. yeah and then he was in batman and robin eternal for a little bit or no he was in okay. regular batman eternal okay but he was only a one-off foe
1: mm-hmm.
0: which of course begs the question how was he not in jail right now <laughs> should he not be in jail for all the murders I guess it's good he isn't, and also does he have two eyes or one eye? Because last time we saw him, he had lost an eye.
1: Yeah, well, the way it's drawn, the way Jock draws it, it looks like he's got like a fake eye. Yeah, he's or like milky like, like... eye. Yeah.
0: Which I guess that makes sense, where it's like you know, dude, you know, walking around with an eye patch makes you pretty conspicuous. <laughs> Just saying, we can't all be <laughs> Nick Fury.
1: No, we can't.
0: <laughs> but yeah, uh, Batman who laughs really friggin' solid
1: yeah the, the 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 other batman book that was really solid was detective comics yes this week.
0: yes this story is finally starting to take shape you know a bunch of people near batman have been hurt and attacked and we didn't know why but we finally discovered whoever is targeting him is targeting batman's old teachers the people who actually helped him along the way to becoming batman in the first place
1: yeah the people that made him batman okay,
0: sir, so a good obviously they're tar- father
1: yeah targeted alfred leslie Tompkins, and this issue they go after henry ducard
0: yes the man who taught him spycraft which is also a hell of a reference for peter tomasi because the ducard family was heavily uh, involved in his first arc of batman and robin in fact they even reference all of that yeah here.
1: yeah they reference damien killing uh Morgan. his son uh and the the disdain that uh, that henry feels against him but like he can't really do anything to like fix that he can't like kill batman or anything because he's kind of like he's not set up for it he's just like living in the paris catacombs yep
0: i i like ducard you know your son killed my son and then also befriended my daughter that's another thing that happened yeah. Remember my daughter?
1: <laughs> yeah, I have a daughter. What?
0: <laughs> she's she's nobody also. why does no one tell me these things? Sacre bleu. <laughs> Got to get out of these catacombs sometime. Uh
1: yeah, and then they're attacked by whatever's like hunting them, which is like At first I thought like, okay, this this is going to turn out to be like Clayface.
0: A lot of people have been thinking that.
1: And and then then like it, it starts like being all like weird and everything i'm like oh maybe it's not like clayface or well, maybe it's like an offshoot maybe it's that whatever happened to that uh victim syndicate one that oh mudface yeah whatever happened to her i can't remember
0: i can't remember either wasn't mudface healed i know basil carlo tried really hard to get her help
1: yeah yeah i i don't think she was healed but i think she like went und- underwent like the same like sort of stuff that he went so she can like control her, right. the, the mud and everything also,
0: um i didn't think yeah. it was clayface either because last time we saw clayface he was good
1: well that's the thing like yeah it could like the again like because of what's happening at dc they could be like yeah oh, make him a villain again oh i would hate Un- that. undo all of that really cool shit that, that would, james tynan did <laughs> that
0: would break my heart if they undid the really sweet <laughs> ending to his detective comics with yeah. him and dr october leave hey maybe maybe another villain is controlling clayface
1: yeah again all these possibilities but yeah uh yeah they end up fighting that thing henry dies he like blows himself up trying to kill this monster yeah i thought that was
0: all a bad guy
1: no uh and then yeah bruce that's when bruce realizes that they're hunting his masters so he's got to go to the high peaks of of north korea to find uh the master that taught him like i guess his ninja stuff is all all these ninja work and the the monsters already beat him there and killed everyone i
0: I forget his sensei's name but the guy he fights like the last ninja left alive that was kyodai ken who Mm -hmm. was also the ninja in the batman the animated series episode uh night of the ninja day of the samurai
1: yeah yeah i thought that was really cool
0: (laughs) tomasi knows his shit
1: at first, I didn't realize. I'm like, "Kaido oh, Ken, what's that name Why from?" I've heard that so name, familiar. and then I like Sasha. I'm like, "Oh yes, I remember him." How
0: friggin' cool! I'm I'm pretty sure the master is also the master from that episode too, but his I think
1: so. His yeah, name. yeah.
0: That's re- that's really nice. You know, connective tissue. I I like that because Batman fights him and has a dick measuring contest with him, but then he just hangs out and drinks tea with them afterwards.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I like Batman. The moves Batman uses, he uses like a German suplex on him.
0: <laughs> Isn't it nice to see Batman? as just like a normal dude who can fight but also make up and also shows respect
1: yeah and and talk like a normal person and not some like alien weirdo
0: yeah some weird robot who actually has connections with people and says thank you and like clearly these people meant something to him <laughs> yeah yeah he's not a weird loner i mean he is yeah. but like not all the time yeah <laughs> And uh, then finally, perhaps the the strangest, most unexpected twist we got in there is uh, he goes to see the guy who taught him the art of escape, and it turns out to be Mr. Miracle.
1: Yeah, not not Scott Free, the original Mr. Miracle, Thaddeus Brown, who dies in the first issue of Mr. Miracle, not the Tom King series, but like the actual Mr. Miracle series. So like, he's alive again?
0: What a pull, or maybe he's a shapeshifter, we don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah, we don't know.
0: But yeah, what a what a freaking pull. Thaddeus Brown, the original Mr. Miracle.
1: That's so cool. <laughs>
0: yeah. I guess I guess they can't go after Zatara, the guy who tried to teach him magic for a little bit cuz Zatara's already dead.
1: Yeah, he's dead.
0: <laughs> he's he's dead and maybe even more fucked up if you're reading Justice League Dark. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this man, what what a cool issue and also what a cool idea for a Batman story.
1: Yeah, it's really interesting. I I still have no idea who like by now I'd be like, come on, just tell us who, who's behind us. But at the moment I'm like, no, don't tell me. To, like make, I want it to be like a complete surprise, and it still is. Like I have no idea who it could be.
0: The mystery is so good. Apparently, whoever it is is on the cover of Batman uh, or Detective Comics 998, because that's the one image that's like, uh, what is it, blurred out on the DC website. <laughs>
1: yeah people keep saying oh it's gonna be arkham knight and i like, "No, arkham knight's the story that takes place after issue 1000 so is it can't it be it? him
0: if it, if it was arkham knight i'd be pretty disappointed like i'm fine yeah. with Arkham <laughs> Knight, but make that its own story
1: yeah i i have no idea who it could be but i'm excited to find out and i hope it's worth it i don't think it will be <laughs>
0: they've, they've done a great job shooting down everyone you would think where it's like oh is it uh what is it is it friggin' rachel ghoul no nah, not his style mm.
1: Yeah, yeah, that that's what I, I keep going like, like, oh, is it gonna be Rachel? And then like I saw like Ducard this this issue, I'm like, it's gonna be him. It, it has to be him because like he hasn't come back in a while and and all that. And then then yeah, then I think oh maybe it's Thaddeus Brown. And yeah, I don't know who it could be. I'm trying
0: to think what what teacher are we thinking of who's a person who knows his identity this is great too because it gets to pay homage to what makes Batman Batman and to have him interact with characters he doesn't normally interact with and bring back continuity that hasn't been used in forever
1: yeah well that's the thing this could be something that hasn't been around for like you know 40 years (laughs) like before we even started reading comics or like an issue that like everyone's really forgotten
0: (laughs) like it could be some golden age shit. i got i got very strong hush vibes off of this this is like an inverse of hush only instead of fighting like a new villain every week from his rogues gallery uh controlled by a shadow villain it's trying to save his masters from a shadow villain yeah yeah is it going to be Hush? I mean, we haven't I had, hope not. We haven't had a good Hush story in a bit. It feels like they try really hard to make Hush happen every couple years.
1: I hope it's not Tommy Elliott.
0: It's like Hush is only really good in Hush and Heart of Hush, the sequel story.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and, he's not good in anything else. <laughs>
0: you no, know, and whenever he is, it's, it's always, again, to borrow a wrestling term, it's always a cheat pop. It's like, hey, it's me, Hush. Remember me from the story, Hush? <laughs> yes, we remember you from the story, Hush. You were good in that story yeah <laughs> i'm trying to think you know maybe it's, it's maybe it's someone tomasi wrote before and again i'm trying to think of like what he did in his batman and robin run who he could possibly have reused
1: yeah Hmm. i don't know eh?
0: he's he's already played the Dukard, nobody card nobody maybe maybe it's morgan maybe it's his son back to life that yeah something
1: yeah fucking fucking with batman over what happened to him yeah right. i could see that but yeah. the thing is like if it was, like, wouldn't he be fucking with Damien? Because Damien's the one who killed him.
0: Technically killed him, yeah. Hmm. Uh, there might be magic involved, too, because, like, issue 999, it's Batman duking it out with Etrigan the demon. Ooh. So I guess I guess they, they do go after a magic teacher, but with no Zatara, I guess they go right to Jason Blood.
1: <laughs> I guess so, yeah.
0: How the hell do you kill Jason Blood? That's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> you can't <laughs> which, which in fairness they didn't kill the ninja master either because he was just that good they they fucked him yeah. up and they killed all of his guys but he still lived
1: yeah they did enough just to get batman's attention
0: right which that's the thing too where it's like no we weren't really doing this, this was this was all just to prod at you and get your attention yeah but yeah detective comics was also really good two really great batman books this week <laughs>
1: yeah it's a shame that's not gonna happen next week
0: Eh, you know it is what it is uh what else did you have because i i had a book this week that i actually gave a 10 out of 10
1: oh really what did you give 10 out of 10
0: amazing spider-man number 13 i haven't read i'm
1: behind by one issue on that
0: man i think you're really going to enjoy this one nick spencer builds this to such a satisfying conclusion not even really for spider-man but more for jonah because you know the villain is revealed you know who's been fucking with spider-man and jonah and it's a person you wouldn't expect and it's a person whose life was so negatively in fa- impacted by jonah and his work both as a journalist and as a man he basically has no choice but to reevaluate everything he's ever done and he apologizes to spider-man and he does all of this stuff you wouldn't expect and it's such an amazing moment of growth for jonah as a character
1: is 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 the is the villain Robbie?
0: No, actually, that would be crazy. But no, it's not Robbie. Ah, uh, okay. It's someone. <laughs> don't,
1: don't don't tell don't I'm tell not, me. I want to I want to read it. <laughs> it.
0: It's someone you. It's like you know. It might have been the first thing to cross your mind, but the way they do it and the reason why is what makes it very interesting. And I think this story. Awesome is super profound and super topical in an era where we talk about fake news more and more mm-hmm. to think that Jonah created yet another monster because of his penchant for fake news. He, he was in before anyone else. <laughs> I think that's great. And the whole story was about that too. Cause you know, the scorpion comes back and the spider yeah, yeah. come back and the human flies and it's like, well, what do all these characters have in common? Oh, oh, Jonah helped create them.
1: Yeah, yeah, they are all revolved around him. That's, that's. I think, the last issue I read where the scorpion and all them sort of appeared.
0: Yeah. The the new villain is in that he's the next link in that chain, and you're like, oh. And, uh. and Jonah has this amazing moment of just getting it and being like, oh, wow, I spent so much of my life crusading against a guy who I now know was just a kid trying to make New York a little safer. Yeah it's it's really solid stuff i it's my favorite spider-man story i've read in a very long time and i think it's the best nick spencer has done on this book yet awesome like if he can keep stuff coming like this man jonas had a lot of good growth from learning uh, spider-man's secret identity in the zadarsky book to actually coming to terms with everything he did wrong here it's a it's a bold new era for jonah
1: yeah they've changed him but also kind of kept him the same as well
0: They were sure to say where it's like, look, you, you were always a dick. Hating Spider-Man or not, you were always going to be a dick. You yeah. Were, you were always one-minded. You always had your own biases as a journalist. But you were a complicated dude, too. You know, you did lots of good things, and we're not going to take that away from you. No, no. And that's what makes him so fascinating. He's a complicated character. Yeah. Now, uh, what else did you have there, Matt? I had two more books
1: i had i gave the, the big judging by the numbers on it the big book everyone was looking forward to and that was yes. superman issue seven.
0: Oh yes yes the big long-awaited return of jonathan kent but he's not the same is he i just read this before we started
1: <laughs> well, well, well since it's fresh in your mind what did you think about it
0: i didn't it, okay i didn't hate it until the final page where i just slapped my head and i'm like no
1: really <laughs> <laughs> i i i didn't i didn't like it or hate it i cut um, the middle but i i didn't like it for the reasons that 99 of my co- my comments hated it for right i hated it because everyone it was written like a fucking weirdo yep it was just so fucking weird, like, the, the dialogue was so fucking weird. Yeah, like, no one told, like, it was, it felt like he was writing the Man of Steel miniseries again, like, he'd completely forgotten that he, he'd written all the issues before leading up to this, and then, like, reverted back to that really weird like inflection he has on these characters
0: everyone's motivations are all wrong and all over the place where it's like son son i'm so happy you're back i missed you so much oh well dad it was seven years for me what how could that happen we gotta go see then you know john asks. oh well what about mom did she make it back to earth okay and i'm like oh you're only asking that now (laughs) <laughs> to be followed up by the fact that superman's like oh yeah your mom and i are fine we're not living together anymore but we still meet up for booty call sometime because she said <laughs> you don't need her anymore even though you were a little boy when she left even though she said when she first got back oh yeah as soon as he hit space he grew up super quick
1: well see no see that's the thing like in the men of steel series it's pointed out that lois goes wrong for the story like To look after her son, but she's going out because she'll be able to get a story that no one else can actually get. And then in this this issue, that's, like, thrown away, and she leaves just because, A, she becomes, she's overwhelmed with how Superman is seen in the universe, even though she would know how Superman is treated in the larger galaxy. Uh, And B, her son's like, uh, he could look after himself. Nothing, No mention of, like, the story or anything at all.
0: No, Ben Ben just forgot that. It's been too long now. Which, again, Ben just probably wrote that six months ago.
1: (laughs) Yes. Everything now is just completely different.
0: (laughs) Yep, completely different. And the big resolution at the end of it is like, but, Dad, I need to tell you, I think Grandpa might be crazy. (laughs) No, really? The guy who was running for Dr. Manhattan, the guy who killed a bunch of people, the guy who tried to blow up Metropolis with a fucking death cult?
1: (laughs) He really
0: might, you, he, i really hope
1: in the next issue like like the first words out of like superman's mouth is like oh no shit son
0: yeah well, i tried to warn you against this <laughs> yeah i tried to warn you literally non-stop and yet still wouldn't put my foot down but no he might be crazy <laughs> also lobo makes a cameo that was cool that was fun i like that that was fun i'm glad they didn't fight because it's like well last time we saw lobo he was like helping out with the justice league and he was on batman's backup justice league he's basically a guy now
1: yeah and that's what he was he like he he took john down a couple of pegs which was nice (laughs) he
0: he busted his balls but that was it's like yeah lobo should bust people's balls
1: yeah but I, i i liked like seeing john like get out and like like help those people and everything. Like that's something like he would do and everything. The weird thing is that the people that were infatuated, like the that made Lois like kind of question being out there. They weren't so much with like John. No, Like, they like they didn't even notice this kid wandering around with the exact same symbol, powers, and all that sort of stuff. They, no, Lois, Lois.
0: <laughs> Again, in classic Bendis fashion, he doesn't actually care about writing John, so he made this story all about Lois and how it affects her. <laughs>
1: it's same with, like, Jor-El, like, he's, he wears the House of El symbol. Why isn't he, re- like, regarded as royalty? They kind of explain it away us, like, oh, she's married to to superman like how does anyone know that
0: yeah how do they know you're like yes
1: does everyone outside of earth know who superman is, is his secret identity everyone on earth is just clueless Th-
0: that begs a million questions you're right or it's like do they all know well how do they all know does superman just go around and be like time to go back to my wife lois on the planet earth where we live
1: <laughs> do, do you want to see a picture of my wife lois <laughs> he's, he's
0: totally that guy every alien he says oh Hey you know, look at my son's baby pictures. Okay, super. Thank you for saving us, but like can I can I go now? I I, I feel like you're holding <laughs> me hostage here cuz you saved my planet from a sun eater. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it, it's weird. It's just
1: it, weird. It it's really weird. They we get kind of like a like a half reason as to why john is now 17 years old it involves like black holes and him going to either i i got i understood that because like time works differently with space where it's like the the light years and everything um yes, but yeah it still doesn't it's like half explains it. it
0: it happened because of black holes and wibbly wobbly timey <laughs> and not at all because ben just couldn't be asked to write a young superboy
1: yeah and as as i said in, in my review you, we're gonna find out why he's he's this age you just need to read the rest of the story when when it comes out and And of course and of course everyone in in the comic section is like no i don't want to be patient i want to know now so i can hate bendis more
0: have you seen this shit that's kicked up maybe we talked about this before but now that a version of connor kent superboy is back in young justice i'm seeing a bunch of people talk mad shit about john now for the first oh yeah yeah ever
1: yeah, they, they've completely switched, yeah. Do These right. people that were, like, like lording John's, like, yes, yes, we have a Superboy, he's he's so good, and then of comes back, they, like, drop that suit. It's it's like Woody and Buzz. Yeah. Buzz, like, yeah, comes back, and Woody gets dropped into the pile. And
0: again, it's like, guys, gu- guys who are for it and guys who are against it, it's the same dude who did it, the same guy yeah, who... Yeah, the cooked, same
1: guy who, wrote them. <laughs> who
0: ruined John, also brought back Connor Kent. In fact, you can't tell me Bendis wasn't mindful about, that was like, well... I don't really give a shit about writing this young superboy. Everybody seems to like him, but, uh, you know, I'm Brian Michael Bendis, and I don't give people what they want anymore, so <laughs> I'm going to age him up, basically make him a brand-new character. Mm, but that might make people mad, though. I can't make it look like I'm doing it on purpose. Ooh, I'll bring Connor Kent back over here. Oh, what was that? Uh, Tynan and Tomasi were writing a bigger story about him being deleted. Well, I'm going to forget about all of that, and I want to bring back Connor Kent here, so that way half the fan base will love me and half will hate me and i'll meet him someplace in the middle
1: yeah you get those people that are like like oh my god bendis is amazing for bringing this character back then they get onto the elevator and they're like fuck bendis for doing this to john
0: yeah (laughs) and again you know comic writers do it all the time you know i think my buddy said it's it's the joe casada school of writing where it's like you can't (laughs) please everyone so you might as well go 50 50 on a heck can even say Nick Spencer did that where it's like, "Well, some people are still mad at me for some stupid reason over my Captain America and aren't in love with me writing Spider-Man. So, I'll bring uh, the marriage and relationship back."
1: Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll make a compromise. Do it half and half. I'll do
0: it half and half and then they're like, "Ooh, Spencer, you <laughs> I I'm mad, but I'm happy, but oh, oh, you wacky wabbit you." <laughs> you yeah, no.
1: Writer. This issue was like, eh, but I'm just She's happy that it's doing doing, doing the numbers uh, numbers it's doing on my channel. I'm I was, happy.
0: I was going to rush out to do that one, but I was almost just like, I don't want to know. Like, honestly, at this point, <laughs> I don't fucking want to know.
1: I knew it was going to be like, I know he's not going to explain it in the first part of this next part of the saga, so he's gonna explain it like a little bit down the line and I, I i told everyone that and no one fucking listened to me
0: like here's the thing if my young justice videos weren't doing great numbers i probably would have rushed it out just to be shameless but i'm like nope young justice from last week got 40k so i'm all right oh damn that's I good. know, <laughs> i know and to think i was this close to not doing young justice videos because i'm like man my last tv reviews didn't do good the audience yeah, wasn't really there therefore that's
1: me. exactly why i said no i'm not gonna do it this time yeah. no Everyone fucking cares but apparently they fucking do <laughs>
0: apparently they care about this one and i'm i'm even getting full uh full of my britches too because it's like ooh it goes on a hiatus after next week to like maybe summertime again Ooh maybe maybe i can use this friday slot to experiment with more animation you know that broly movie came out i should talk about that i should talk about all this other stuff I'm like you know it's gonna happen i'm gonna do one video on an animated yeah. thing that's not young justice it's gonna get like 500 views and i'm like well that was fun now it's done
1: yeah, that's exactly what, what, the minute you decide to do something different than what's the thing that's drawing, that everyone's like, nah, nah, don't care.
0: Nope, nope, we're, we're done, Joel, do do something different. Do do more Young Justice, I can't, there's no new, do do Young Justice.
1: <laughs> do Young dance, monkey, dance. Yeah,
0: da- I, I can only dance so much. <laughs> My knees hurt. <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, I read one more book this week, what about you?
1: Uh, What was that book that you read?
0: Uh, Return of Wolverine.
1: Okay, I haven't read that one yet, and I'm not, like, racing to get to it.
0: Uh, It's it's a thing. Man, this this series was so good when it started, and boy, has it run out of steam super hard. (laughs) Oh,
1: uh, yeah, there's only five issues.
0: (laughs) I know, there's, like, one more left. It's Literally, it's Wolverine at the mercy of the villain who's like, now let me explain to you my plan and my powers, but not really. (laughs) <laughs> also, I, again, I have this real problem with Charles Soule. I love him to death, but man, we must be alike because I can smell his twists from a mile away. <laughs> <laughs> like with daredevil it was like oh he's in a coma this is all a dream none of this is actually happening and with wolverine it's like yeah. oh he escaped a test facility and is hanging out with that woman oh this is the real test though this is the test within a test that he didn't even know about and it yeah. turns had to be a test within a test that he didn't even know about <laughs> <laughs> and again that's not bad but it's like i figured it out though yeah i'm not gonna have as much fun when i figured it out though
1: yeah (laughs) and i i i haven't read it yet but i think i know what the twist is
0: yeah it also calls into question it's like well wait is wolverine back because he broke out of a tube of some kind or is he only back because that's kind of persephone's power to control life and death yeah
1: it's it's not made clear and you think it would be like straight away
0: and then there's a spaceship at the end apparently the final issue is going to take place in space god damn it (laughs) i know i know
1: (laughs) yeah what is happening this is charles Soule. this guy writes so well what is going on
0: this this shit just went off the rails it really really went off the rails quickly yeah and again it breaks down into more it's like this this is just too much x-men you have put too much x-men on my plate i like a little x-men but this is too much
1: yeah
0: i can only handle so much x-men and so much wolverine (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that was that was my comics for the week
1: Cool. Uh the last comic I read was Hawkman Issue Eight.
0: Yes, which you're really enjoying and speaking quite highly of.
1: I am, and I, I, I really enjoyed this issue because uh Carter took a trip back in time to Krypton. Oh, holy shit. Uh where one of his past reincarnations lived as Carter Ol. Oh, nice. Um and yeah, he visits his his past reincarnation the the moment Krypton's being destroyed um and he he's there cuz he he's looking for a weapon to kill these deathbringers the the big like hawk god things that are like going across the universe and they've set their sights on earth um and he thinks there's a weapon on krypton or his past self has Information of where the weapon could be, so he goes and asks him, and uh, they end up talking, and we find out that he actually had a, has a connection to Kara, oh. as he was Kara's uh, mentor. Ah, interesting. In this past life and everything, um and he learns like about the history of Krypton and it, some really cool, like, like, like big splash pages of like his Zod and Brainiac and everything. That know. and and because this is Brian Hitch, we've got Rao from that JLA series, and
0: I, I did oh, that thing. Remember that thing I did?
1: <laughs> yeah, that no one cared about. Mm. <laughs> Even I didn't care about it. It was fucking Superman lore.
0: Yeah, re- remember how it started in one era of DC and ended in another era of DC because I take forever to write and draw.
1: <laughs> uh, and he and he learns like the weapon. Like he can't uh, he can't get the weapon because it's obviously on Krypton. And it got destroyed. Um, and yeah, he he learns where he needs to go next, but it might be too late because the the Deathbringers arrive at Earth. Oops and they're, they're, they're looking to destroy earth we still don't actually as well know who the death bringers are like we know they're like some type of like hawk related thanagar god thing i
0: mean i'm gonna assume they're the what is it the polar opposite of the hawks who can reincarnate and everything they're like reincarnation but the other side which is just death all the time not new life only yeah death
1: yeah it's something similar to that and like yeah they're tied tied to Carter himself because he has dreams about them Mm. and they 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 look like they're like these giant like hawk beings that kind of look like robots but like with hawk wings and everything and yeah they're after him because he's the great betrayer and everything
0: oh so we're actually still doing the dark knight's metal thing
1: Kinda, yeah. It's kind of tied into that as well as like the death of Hawkman stuff that came before it, and it's basically it's basically um, Robert Venditti and Brian Hitch trying to like condense Hawkman's history and be like, okay. Everything is canon, but we're gonna make it like make sense.
0: <laughs> Good luck. That's been, that, that. seems to be what every new Hawkman writer tries to do now. Well, we're see, that's try make it make sense. that's what
1: they 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 have made it make sense. Where it's like he's lived every one of these lives that you've seen, like, yeah. and we're gonna go back through them all.
0: Yeah, that's cool.
1: Yeah, it's, and I, I don't even know when this series ends because it just keeps going. It's like they. Yeah. It's like oh, here's issue 11's cover, and like, is this the 12 issue MIDI? Is it? Is it an ongoing? It's like I'm guessing as long as people are interested in it, and people must be interested in it.
0: It goes as long as it remains popular. Yeah. I wonder after if they after they do these uh, Death Hawks thing, I guess they'll have to do Shadow Thief next because that's the only Hawkman villain people know. <laughs>
1: yeah may, maybe or they may, might make some more new ones or maybe spin it out of like the stuff that's happening in in justice league at the moment oh, like he gets cool. goes back to thanagar or something he or...
0: kind of has to especially now that we've written yeah. this new shit about thanagar and that it's actually super fucked up yeah yeah that, that would be great because then you could have new uh original recipe hawkman duke it out with the shitty savage hawkman of the new yeah. movie too and you could finally have that fight
1: yeah that'll be pretty cool
0: i'm all about that fight actually that's that sounds actually very good co- th- that might pick and get me to pick it up if that happens <laughs> i will have to actually read that because <laughs> i have such a love hate with the savage Hawkman, where it's like oh so we're just gonna try and make you into a wolverine in the dc universe yeah now? yeah
1: it's this is the edgy new 52 Hawkman that everyone will love because he's edgy
0: written and drawn by rob liefeld
1: yeah and it shows it's a it's a total rob liefeld design can
0: you believe rob liefeld continually gets work even into the modern era
1: (laughs) you can do anything people
0: (laughs) again that's right if rob liefeld can keep getting hired regularly you can do anything (laughs) also apparently rob liefeld's a very nice man too so i mean yeah maybe that was just helping out a buddy
1: yeah but him and his jeans
0: yeah hey man i gotta make uh i, I, I gotta make a car payment this month can you give me a buck uh, we got a i guess you sure book? i'll make
1: Hawkman. man <laughs>
0: what, what if his suit was a weapon and he was a weapon and everything was weapons Okay, sure. <laughs> and whatever. it was
1: ed- edgy and literally edgy everything on his suit had edges
0: <laughs> <laughs> and okay what are you gonna do for Deathstroke? again everything is a weapon also with weapons <laughs> did, didn't he also do hawk and dove or did he just draw hawk and dove in the new 52 i
1: i want to say he just drew because i do remember seeing that awful drawing of hawk and dove like when the new 52 came out but i, I want to say he also he no was it scott lodell who did it maybe i for some yeah. reason i'm remembering scott does maybe just like shitty art and shitty writing i, I know they have <laughs>
0: collaborated on something before yeah, yeah that's yeah that's that everyone so i guess that's the comic multiverse for this week everyone man this week went so quick for me
1: it did yeah
0: and this episode went quick we're already up at like an hour 30 which is usually our time yeah so again, you know, if you like the episode, be sure to like, favorite, subscribe, uh, smash the bell, I think is what the kids say nowadays. I think that's what you're supposed to do, so YouTube will remind you when we do stuff.
1: Yeah. Don't smash that like button, smash that bell.
0: Smash the bell, which is not a like, but it's different, but it lets lets people know and stuff, and YouTube's hard.
1: <laughs> it's getting even harder now, because they're getting rid of, like, like pre pre like uh scheduled like posts to like twitter and facebook and everything
0: oh yeah you know that's that's only a huge part of what we do yeah just, oh we'll
1: just get rid of it
0: yeah really if i can't get that shit out to my followers fuck. but we have a community feature now <laughs> i actually like i actually <laughs> like the community feature yes it's youtube trying really hard to be facebook but i have more followers on youtube than i do on facebook <laughs> and honestly i've i've just been using it to like signal boost people and projects i like i don't even talk about yeah. myself on it i'm like hey here's a new D D show i like here's here's my buddy tom he's got a band you should go listen to and here's my buddy carrie he's a wrestler in the south go check out his stuff
1: <laughs> that's awesome
0: that's that's my thing i like well see i'll just use this to balance the karmatic scale if i just do it to more eyes on things i like and that's fine <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, but uh, my first post was actually telling people about Book Depository, which we have not shelled in a bit, but if you go to our Book Depository link down in the description, you can get all sorts of amazing comic books and trades for even better prices, and you won't pay a cent for shipping. I know uh, someone in the comment section just recently said that they bought some books as gifts off Book Depository using my link, which I am always super, super happy about, because uh, you know, that that goes right back into the show, everyone, and it's been one of the more yeah. fruitful deals we've uh penned over here uh also if you are a patron you will get to listen to this episode first saturday night when we're done recording before anyone else and you can become a patron for as little as a dollar a month in fact when we did that special video with tom i noticed many people actually did become patrons for the first time so you know we really appreciate that
1: yeah hello to every, all our new patrons yes and, came in patrons thing.
0: Too, and everything <laughs> alike uh what else there uh also the show is up on soundcloud i usually try and put that up on thursday the day after it airs on youtube so if you want to download the show and carry it around with you you absolutely can the soundcloud stuff is ad free that's our little gift to you to put it up in that version um <sighs> What else is there? Oh, it's on iTunes, too. goes from SoundCloud. iTunes, yeah. iTunes on the same. A lot of people are listening on iTunes. Man, for everyone who badgered me for years saying, Joel put the show up on iTunes, I'm like, man, it's difficult. I don't... I
1: don't <laughs> it's I, worth it.
0: Yeah, I don't do the... app. Apparently, it's super fucking worth it, because, like, the number <laughs> of listenership exploded, like, 400%. Jeez. <laughs> so, it turns out we have many Apple people. So, if you're an Apple person listening, hello... thank you for listening to this show on your device we appreciate that one but uh yeah i think that's all the shelling we're gonna do for this week everyone again thank you so much for watching and listening we really appreciate it and matt and i will be back again next week with more comic multiverse goodness yeah Bye Bye
1: bye